So if you've not met before, my name's Anil. Uh, I'm part of the team here at Christchurch. Um, now, who was here for our Good Friday service? Who was in the building on Friday? Good couple of hands. Who was watching online? A few more hands. Lovely. Uh, lovely. If you were, if you were uh, in church or watched on, online on Friday, you've got a bit of a head start. You'll find out what's happening today. Um, but today, I've got a friend with me, and as I look around church, I can see Gosh, there are lots of friends in church today, and there are lots of friends who have brought friends, lots of faces I don't recognize. So, so welcome to you, if you've not met before. Um, now, my friend lives in a bag. It's not child cruelty, but he lives in a bag. Um, and there's a way we get him out of his bag. Uh, so those who are regular here, how do, we, how do we get my friend out of his bag? What do we say? Thank you, yes. Loudness is, in, is important today. So we shout, come out, Theo. So after three, um, we're going to give that a go, and then hopefully that will wake him up. If not, we'll do it again. So are we ready for that? Maybe tepid faces came, we could do it. Uh, one, two, three. This corner here, fantastic. The rest of you, we'll get there, we'll get there. One, two, three. Ooh. Not quite, last time. Less screaming, Jacob. Shouting is good, screaming not so good. One, two, three. Ah! Morning, Theo. Yes, Theo. It's Christmas! What? I said, it's Christmas! No, I heard what you said, Theo, but why are you shouting, it's Christmas? Because it is. Oh, no, it isn't. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, no, it isn't. Oh, yes, it is. Why do you think it's Christmas? Because you said we're going to church today to have a celebration for Jesus. So obviously, it's Jesus' birthday, isn't it? Come on, everyone. It's Christmas! Theo? What? It's not Christmas. No, it's not. But what is it then? It's Easter. Oh, all right then. I can fix that. It's Easter! Really, Theo? Yeah. You just told me it's Easter. Okay. Uh, you're in a really good mood today, aren't you, Theo? Yeah, of course I am. It's Easter! Okay, Theo, we all know that it's Easter. Wait a minute. I don't think the person over there has got it. Oi, you at the back. It's Easter! <laughs> Theo, you really can't say that. But it's Easter. You said so yourself. No, no, you can't say oi, you. Why not? Because it's rude. I'm really sorry for him. I'd like to say he's normally nice. But I'd be lying, and I don't do that. Oi, who's being rude now, Theo? Anyway, Theo, uh, did you say something? I did. What did you say? It's Easter. That's right. Um, and today is Easter Sunday. That's right, Theo. Oh, I love Easter Sunday. Why do you love Easter Sunday? Hmm, let me think. Chocolate. Oi, kids, who likes Easter Sunday? Hands up. And big kids, who likes chocolate? Hands up. Oh, see, lots of them like chocolate. Yes, they do. Lots of them like chocolate. But stop saying oi to people, Theo. It's not very nice. Uh, but there's something even better than chocolate at Easter, Theo. Now, can you remember what we celebrate on Easter, Theo? Oh, yeah. Zombies. <laughs> Theo, I, I thought we had a chat about this during our service on Friday. There are no zombies at Easter. But, 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 I distinctly remember you saying on Friday, Anil, that you would tell us about the zombies in the Bible on Sunday. No, no, I didn't. Oi, kids, what day is it today? Sunday. No, 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 it's Easter. Okay, Theo, let's, let's stop doing that. Uh, today is Easter Sunday, but like I said on Friday, there are no zombies in the Bible. But you said, no, what I said 
was that when Jesus died on the cross, on Good Friday, that's right, the Bible tells us that the tombs were split open and that the bodies of many holy people who had died were raised back to life again. You see everyone? Zombies! No, Theo. They stayed in their tombs until after Jesus' resurrection. What's a resurrection? Uh, well, in this sense, a resurrection is when someone has died and been made back alive again. Ooh, hang on a second, Neil. What is it? I just realized something. What's that, Theo? Jesus is up. No. You can't say that, Theo, and you're wrong. Oh, no, I'm not. Oh, no, let's not do that, Theo. Um, okay, explain to me while I'm wrong. All right, well, I'd love to, Theo, and to do that, let's start by looking at five things about Jesus' resurrection that proves um, something about Jesus. Five things! Oh, get on with it, then. I want my chocolate. All right, Theo, we'll, we'll be quick. So, the first thing that Jesus' resurrection proves is that Jesus is trustworthy. Jesus is trustworthy, that's right. So, when Jesus was alive... Matthew tells us three times that Jesus said that he would die and be raised to life again after three days. And that's exactly what happened. Jesus was killed on a cross on Good Friday. Oh yeah, I remember. Like, he was going on the naughty step every time that I've done something wrong. That's right, Theo. Well done. Um, and he's been lying in a tomb since Friday. Yeah. And uh, what day is today? Oh yeah, it's Easter! No, it's Sunday, Theo. Okay, it's Easter Sunday! Right, Theo. So Jesus is buried on Friday, uh, he's been in the tomb on Saturday, and raised on Sunday, that's three days. Okay, so what's your point? Okay, my point is, Theo, that Jesus told his disciples that he would die and then be raised on the third day. Yeah? And that's exactly what happened, Theo. Yeah? Do you know what that means, Theo? Yeah! Jesus is up! No, Theo. It means what Jesus said actually happened. This means that what Jesus says is true, Theo. This means that we can trust everything that Jesus said. Why does it mean that? Well, because no one who is dead can come back to life. Yeah? And especially not after three days. Yeah? So if Jesus can keep this promise, yeah? which has to be the most impossible promise in the universe to keep. Got a point? I do. Then other promises would be super easy for Jesus to keep, right? Left, right. So the first thing you need to remember is that Jesus' resurrection proves that Jesus keeps his promises and that we can trust everything Jesus says. Got it? Got it. What's next? Okay. So it's super important that we can trust Jesus because everything else has to do with things that Jesus said. Got it. So what's next? I want my chocolate. Okay, so the second thing that Jesus' resurrection proves is that Jesus really is the Son of God. Whoa, 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 whoa. How does his resurrection prove that he's the Son of God? Okay, I'm glad you asked that. Um, you see, when Jesus was alive, he said lots of things about himself. And one of the things he said is that God was his dad. Yeah. And so when, Jesus, when God raised Jesus back to life by the power of his spirit, it proves that Jesus wasn't lying about being God's one and only son. And you see, there's a book in the Bible called Romans, and at the very start of the book, it says that Jesus' resurrection from the dead declared him to be God's son. Got it? Got it. Okay. So the third thing that Jesus' resurrection uh, proves is that Jesus really is the king of the universe. Hang on a second, Neil. How does this prove that Jesus is the king of the universe? Okay, a couple of ways, Theo. Jesus told Pilate, who's Pilate? Uh, he was a Roman leader, that he had a kingdom. And so we can come back to the fact that Jesus is trustworthy. He said he has a kingdom. Uh, he's been raised back to life. He's trustworthy. Okay, got it. Also, if Jesus really is God's son, then that makes him the rightful heir to God's throne. 
And we just said that Jesus really was God's son, didn't we? Yeah, so that makes that sense. Uh, and then there's a promise from God to a guy called King David, nearly a thousand years before Jesus was ever born. And can you guess who Jesus' great, 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 lots of greats, how his great, great grandfather was? Hmm, God? David. Okay, so King David was Jesus' great, great grandfather. Wowzers! So if God has promised that one day David's descendants would be a king forever, yeah, and Jesus is still alive nearly 2,000 years after he was raised from the dead, yeah, then that makes Jesus that king. Wowzers! Are you done yet? Oh, my chocolate. Okay, two more things, Theo. Can you hurry up? I'll try. Uh, so the fourth thing Jesus' resurrection proves is that Jesus' death on the cross really was enough to take away the punishment that we all deserve for our sins against God. How does Jesus' resurrection prove that one? Okay, so this is a big one, uh, and let's take it in a few little chunks. You see, on Good Friday, Jesus died on the cross to take the punishment for our sins, like a naughty step just like an autocept Theo. But the big question we all have now is, did it really work? Oh yeah. Did Jesus really do enough to remove the punishment that we all deserve? Now remember on Good Friday, I said that Jesus was the only person who never, ever, ever, never, never, ever did anything wrong? Yeah. Well, that's really important. Because if Jesus had sinned, even once, even a tiny sin, even a tiny sin, then he would not be perfect. And so he would need someone else to die for his sins. But because Jesus had no sins of his own to be punished for, he could not stay dead because the Bible says that death is a consequence for sin. Are you still with me? I think so. So the Bible also says that before Jesus came along, when someone sinned, an animal sacrifice could be made to take away the punishment due to them. Now in the Old Testament, there are lots of rules about this, but the important rule is this. The animal to be sacrificed must be perfect. There can't be anything wrong with it. Ooh. What is it, Theo? I got it. You got what? Jesus was perfect. That's right, Theo. But with an animal sacrifice, you have to keep doing this thing over and over again. Because we kept sinning. That's right, Theo. But because Jesus was perfect, not an animal. Yes, a perfect man who lived a perfect life forever. That's right. And never, ever, ever, never, never, ever did anything wrong. Then his sacrifice of himself on the cross wasn't just enough for one person, for one day, Theo, but it was enough for everyone in the whole world forever. Wowzers! That's right, Theo, wows indeed. Okay, so what's the last thing? Okay, the last thing, Theo, the fifth thing to remember about the resurrection is that it proves that we can be certain that all of Jesus' forever friends will one day physically be raised back to life to live with him forever. Ooh, Anil? Yes, Theo. Is this the bit about the zombies? Theo, there are no zombies, but yes, this is the bit you've been waiting for. Finally, to get on with it, I want my chocolate. Okay, um, Theo, the Bible says that the people in the tombs, the zombies, no, who were waiting until after Jesus' resurrection were not just anybody. They weren't? No, they were holy people. Well, what does that mean? Well, since Jesus' resurrection, everyone who believes and trusts in Jesus as their forever friend are called holy. Hang on a sec. Am I holy? Well, do you believe and trust in Jesus as your forever end? Yeah, I love Jesus. Then yes, Theo, the Bible says that you're holy. Hang on a sec, are they holy? Well, anyone who believes and trusts in Jesus as their forever friend, then yes, they are, Theo. And Jesus' promise isn't just uh, for, for you and for me, it's for everyone who believes in him whilst they're alive, that they'll live even though they die. 
what are you talking about? Well, Theo, I'm talking about hope. Hope? Yeah, hope, Theo. The hope of all of Jesus' brother friends is that one day Jesus himself will come back to this earth and he will fix everything that's broken in it by making it new again. Everything? Everything, Theo. But our hope isn't just in a recreated world. It's not. No. Our hope, Theo, is that when Jesus returns, he will raise back to life everyone, everyone who is Jesus' brother friends to live with him again forever. And ever? And ever, Theo. You see, the Bible says this, but Christ indeed had been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. What does that mean? First fruits? Yeah. Uh, well, in our tree, Theo, we have uh, an apple tree in the garden, don't we? Yeah. And at the moment, it's producing lots of, of blossoms all over the tree. Yeah. Now, one day, one of those blossoms will, will burst into the first apple on our tree, the first fruit. And that'll be a sign to us that we can be certain that more fruits like this one, more apples, yes, more apples, will come on our tree. In the same way, Jesus being raised from the dead on that first Easter Sunday morning is a sign that we can be certain that more people will be raised back to life to live forever with our King Jesus. Now, in the Bible, there are lots of people who are raised from the dead, like the people on Good Friday. Yes, like them, and like Jesus' friend Lazarus, and like a couple of children he raised from the dead. But all of them would die again one day. What Jesus' resurrection on Easter Sunday means is that all Jesus' forever friends will one day be raised back to life to never die. Never, ever? Never, ever. Wowzers! Including me! Uh, yes, Jesus, if you're, if you're Theo, uh, Jesus' forever friend, Theo, then yes, that includes you. Um, but Theo? Yeah? That doesn't just include you. It includes everyone who loves Jesus. Everyone who repents of their sins and trusts that what Jesus has done on the cross is really enough. On Good Friday? Yes. And believes that he was raised from the dead. On Easter Sunday? Yes. Then it's for them too. So Theo, what have you learned today? Oh, lots of new. I've learned that. Uh, resurrection proves that we can trust everything Jesus says and that he really is the son of God and that he really is the king of the universe and that he really did enough and that we can be certain that one day Jesus will come back to take his fair friends to be with him in heaven. Not in heaven, Theo, to live with him on this earth forever. And ever. Wonderful, Theo. So can you please stop saying there are zombies in the Bible? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Now, Theo, um, I almost forgot. Uh, I got a present for you. You did? Yeah. You have to share it with Sabrina, though, because it's really for her. Oh, what is it? Okay, so you can have that in a bit, Theo. Uh, now, happy Easter, Theo. Happy Easter, Neil. Oh, everyone, it's Easter! Go on, have a go. You have a go, go on. Well done. Okay, well, Theo, it's time to say goodbye, Theo. Goodbye, Theo. Uh... Okay, so, Theo, time for you to go back in your bag, and we might see you again at Christmas. Um, now, why Theo's going away? Bye! Um, if the band... That was very nice. Uh, if the band would like to come back up, That'd be great. Um, I hope that my chat uh, with Theo has helped you to see how amazing the resurrection of Jesus really is. For Christians, Easter is one of the most special celebrations that we have. Because at Easter, Jesus proved that he is trustworthy, that we can believe everything that he said. You can trust Jesus. At Easter, he proves that he really is the Son of God whom God deeply loves. You can come to God the Father through his son, Jesus. 
At Easter, Jesus proved that he really is the king and ruler of this entire universe and everything in it. So as king, he gets to say what's right, and as a good king, he looks after his people. You can trust that Jesus will always look after you as your king. At Easter, Jesus proved that what he did on the cross on that first Good Friday was, 2,000 years ago, was really enough. That everything you've ever thought, said, and done, that's the opposite to what God says is good, everything can be forgiven because Jesus was punished on the cross in our place. And not just for the things past or the things today, but everything that we do in the future, Jesus' death really was enough. You don't have to, to worry anymore. You don't have to feel ashamed. You don't need to have any guilt. You can find full forgiveness in Jesus. And at Easter, Jesus proved that all those who trust in him, all his forever friends, will one day be raised back to life to live with him forever. You can receive this gift of eternal life from Jesus. And this last point is so important because in this broken world, we find ourselves saying goodbye to people we love when they die all the time. But for all those who died believing and trusting Jesus, they died with a certain hope of being raised to new life when he returns. And for their loved ones who are left alive, that gives us a sweet joy and a hope that we will see them again. I personally look forward to meeting the Christians whose funerals I have taken over the years but never met and hearing their stories of God's faithfulness to them in their lives. On Easter Sunday especially, those of us whose loved ones have died trusting in Jesus can have a much deeper joy and hope and anticipation as we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord today as the first fruits of all those who have fallen asleep. This is the best news you will ever hear. This is the news we Christians celebrate, not just at Easter, but every single day. It may be that you're hearing this for the first time today, or it might be that you've heard this a hundred times and you never understood it, or you never thought it mattered, or you never believed it. If this is you, let me invite you today to trust in Jesus, to take hold of these promises for yourself, and to receive the life he has won for you. Now, I know most of us sitting here today believe this, and this is such wonderful news for our hearts. This is what we celebrate. Amen? Amen. This is our hope and our joy. This is why we love our Lord and King Jesus. I'm going to say a prayer in a moment. In the prayer, I'm going to say a word we always say in church. I'm going to say amen. Amen is a funny word we use, but it means this. It means truly or I agree. That's all it means. So when someone says a prayer and you say amen at the end, you're saying, I agree with what that person is praying. Now my hope here is that all of us here today, from the youngest of us to the oldest, we ought to say amen at the end of this prayer. Uh, So if you'd like, do bow your heads to pray. Father God, we thank and praise you for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We thank you for your faithfulness to him by the power of your spirit, your holy and life-giving spirit, that you raised him back to life from death to live and reign forever as king. Jesus is truly trustworthy. Help us by your spirit to believe and trust all he says. Jesus is truly your son so that we can call you our father. Jesus is truly the king of the universe. Help us by your spirit to submit our lives to him. Jesus' death was truly enough to rescue us. Help us by your spirit to share this news of salvation with all those around us. Jesus' death has truly proved our own resurrection. Thank you that we who believe can be certain that we will live forever 
with you. Let's do a big amen. If you said amen to that prayer and meant it, and for the first time, no matter how old or how young you are, I'd love for you to come and talk to me or John after the service. Or if you've got a friend who's brought you here today who believes this, uh, talk to them. We'd love to pray for you. We'd love to uh, help you understand how you can experience more of the life that Jesus has promised for you. And if you come along to church today believing this, then celebrate and rejoice in the life that God has won for you. Happy Easter, everyone.